0: Shalom, and welcome to Parashah Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week's parashah is Vayelech. It is uh, the shortest parashah in the Torah. It is uh, one chapter of 30 psukim, 30 verses, but uh, it, that does not make it any less important. Uh, there are years in which uh, Vayelech and It's read immediately after Nitzavim as one long parasha, but this year uh, they are read together. In a general sense, what's happening is uh, Moshe's life is drawing to a close. He is uh, finishing his last address, in which he's been talking about uh, blessings and curses. Uh, And in this parasha, uh, which Contains uh, some very important ideas, including the last two mitzvot in the Torah. So Moshe goes uh, and speaks all of these things that he has said to B'nai Israel, and he points out that he is 120 years old today, uh, and uh, it's based on that that we calculate uh, when Moshe's Birthday as well as the day he died. He died on his birthday. Uh, we calculate that that is the seventh day of Adar, and this is the last day of his life. Uh, the first part of the parasha, Moshe transfers the leadership to Yehoshua. Yehoshua has already received uh, a measure of nevuah of prophecy, but now he, uh, Yehoshua, will be the uh, the leader. And, of course, he encourages Yehoshua to be strong and courageous, uh, and also encourages the people to listen to Yehoshua. Moshe also, uh, the next part of the parasha, uh, finishes the writing of the Torah. And after finishing the writing of the Torah, he uh, assembles the people, uh, he, is, he gives copies of the Torah to uh, to the Kohanim, very important, uh, because they are going to uh, help to teach Bede Yisrael about the Torah. And it's in this context that Moshe uh, has uh, mentions two mitzvot. This is the uh, source of the last two mitzvot of the Torah. And both of these mitzvot have to do with the Torah itself. Because everything that Moshe has been trying to get across, uh, to Bnei Yisrael in these uh, last addresses of his, uh, really come down to the Torah. If you learn the Torah, if you fulfill the mitzvot of the Torah, if you uh, in- internalize the value system of the Torah, uh, then all of the blessings uh, that the Torah has been talking about uh, will come about. In order to uh, perpetuate the commitment of the Torah. Moshe talks about the mitzvah of HaKel. HaKel means assemble, uh, to assemble everyone. Uh, It is uh, specifically an assembly that takes place on Sukkot after the Shemitah year, uh, which would be Sukkot of this coming year, uh, because the current year is a Shemitah year. Uh, So Sukkot is after the Shemitah year, which means it's the, in a sense, the beginning of a new cycle and all of Israel and we'll talk about this in greater details uh, in a moment, but all of Israel are uh, commanded to assemble uh, in the uh, the sanctuary, the Beit HaMikdash and then the king will read from the Torah publicly. This is the first uh, example of the Torah obligating a public reading of the Torah. The one who does it is the king, the one who uh, is uh, has responsibility to see to it that the laws of the Torah are kept. Those are laws that apply to him as well. And He reads from the Torah. He reads uh, from sections of, uh, of the book of Devarim. And this is the mitzvah of uh, HaKel. It obviously doesn't apply now. We don't have a king. We don't have a Beit HaMikdash. But the uh, spirit of the idea of uh, reading publicly from the Torah is carried over into uh, a number of uh, rabbinic uh, enactments, uh, reading the Torah every Shabbat, uh, reading the Torah or reading from the Torah uh, on all of the uh, special occasions. Um, all of these are, in a sense, an outgrowth of the uh, this mitzvah uh, here. And also remember that uh, uh, the last day of Sukkot uh, is celebrated as. Uh, among other things, Simchat Torah, the time that we rejoice with the Torah. So it's picking up on the idea of Hakel and bringing it into uh, a more uh, contemporary setting. Uh, that's why on Simchat Torah we conclude the reading of the Torah and start all over again. But once again, the, the, the kernel of this idea comes from the mitzvah of hakel. uh Then Hashem says to uh, Moshe, Uh, to call everybody together and uh, Hashem says once again that uh, in the future there will be all kinds of challenges uh, to B'nai Yisrael and there will be uh, the the potential for B'nai Yisrael to violate the Torah and thereby incur uh, the wrath of Hashem and so uh, in addition to the brachot, uh, the blessings and the kalot that we've heard about before Here's another way of keeping B'nei Yisrael as it were on the straight and narrow, and that is the, uh, the song poem called Ha'azinu. Uh, Ha'azinu is the next uh, parashah, um, and it is a poem which we'll talk about in great de- greater detail on, uh, in, in preparation for that Shabbat. But among the things that Ha'azinu is going to do is it's going to remind the people of their uh, eternal connection with Hashem. And so the song Ha'azinu will remind Israel not to violate the Torah. Uh, There is a reference to the concept of uh, Hester Panim, the the concealing of the divine face when Hashem is displeased with B'nai Yisrael. Um, And uh, finally, uh, the final mitzvah, uh, which is to write down, to write the Torah. The way it is framed in the Torah is to write this song, this shirah, Uh, however it's understood that the mitzvah is not just to write down this upcoming song, uh, Haazino, but actually it's a mitzvah to write the Torah and that's a mitzvah that devolves on everyone to to write a mitzvah of the Torah. So to write the entire Torah uh, or to be involved in some sense in the writing of the Torah and uh, this brings us to the last of the mitzvot of the Torah. Uh, and these last two mitzvot, as I said, hakel and writing the Torah, uh, strengthen our ongoing connection with the Torah. Going back to hakel, uh, Moshe commanded the people, saying, uh, telling them that it's at the end of seven years after the Shemitah, the Sukkot, when all of Israel uh, comes to appear uh, before Hashem uh in that place that he will choose, namely uh the the sanctuary, the mikdash. Uh so you are to read the Torah in the presence of all of Israel in their ears. And uh the way that Moshe says it is, Hakel et Ha'am, assemble the people, gather the people, Haanashim v'Hataf, men and the women and the children. Viggerach, and the strangers that are in your gates. Uh, so that they will hear and learn and uh, fear uh, Hashem uh, and, uh, and keep these mitzvot. Rashi, based on the Gemara, comments on the, ex- the expression uh, that uh, the Torah says to assemble the people, and then it spells it out, ha'anashim vehanashim vehataf, the men and the women and the children. And the question is, what is the purpose of all of them uh, going? After all, usually the mitzvah of Aliyah uh, l'Regel, making the pilgrimage to uh, the Beit HaMikdash, uh, applies on Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot but only to men. Um, and uh, this is when they are making the pilgrimage anyway, uh, but here is the mitzvah to read the Torah. Why does, what does the Torah want to emphasize by saying the men and the women and the children? It says Rashi, Ha'anashim the men, Mode to learn. the the purpose uh, that the men are are there for is to learn Torah. Uh, They'll hear the Torah read in public and that will motivate them to learn. The Hanashim and the women Lishmoah, to hear the words of Torah. Uh, This isn't a place to go into it, but it suggests that there is uh, a difference between uh, men and women insofar as their uh, duty to learn Torah, but women are certainly obligated uh, to learn to hear those parts of the Torah, certainly those parts uh, that uh, refer to them, of which there is a great deal, and to, uh, as I said earlier, internalize the value system of the Torah. And what are the children for uh, coming for? So, asks Rashi. Lamava, why, uh, why are the children uh, coming? After all, what, they cannot learn, and if we're talking about little children, they uh, they won't even pay much attention. Uh, to uh, what's going on here. So why did they come? Answers Rashi, Uh, In order to give a reward to those who bring them. Uh, The Torah commands us to bring the children, so that when we bring the children, even though the children don't gain anything from it immediately, uh, we get a mitzvah. We uh, get reward. For doing what the Torah said, namely to bring the, the children, it seems a bit circular. Until you realize that uh, the purpose in bringing the children uh, is, uh, is is something that precedes the process of learning uh, that uh, an, uh, that a, an older child uh, might uh, might begin, but rather to put even the youngest child in an atmosphere in which uh, Torah is uh, a central value, even just. Hearing without understanding uh, the words of the Torah that begins to put them into that, uh, that atmosphere and that way, uh, which ultimately leads to, leads to a way of thinking in which uh, the words of Torah and the sound of Torah uh, is as natural as, uh, as any other part of that ch- growing child's life. The men to learn, the women to hear, and the children in order to give reward to those who bring them, uh, to bring them to the Beit HaMikdash, to hear the words of the Torah, read by the King of Israel. I thank you all very much. Uh, this has been Rabbi Abraham Fisher, for Parashah Highlights and Insights, saying, Shalom.